0: Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with kid-lit Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8.
1: Children's books.
0: Why? Why? And how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Kid, yeah, I have a very serious question to ask you. Go ahead. All right. Um, currently, what would you say the temperature is? Outside? Yeah, or inside. 70 Yeah, it's like 72, 73, somewhere in there. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Now, uh, now, you'd say this was summer-type weather, would you not? Sure. Yeah, feels like summer um ish a, a person what does one wear in summer uh i know we are going what? with this what are you talking about i'm just asking you simple uh. excellent questions that any average person might
0: have in a conversation for the listeners let me describe what my sister is wearing compared to what i am wearing sure why
1: don't you do that thing i wasn't going to bring it up yeah. but i guess if you want to okay I mean, that's so up my, to you I So mean, my my
0: sister betsy bird mm. Um, educated in children's literature, mm-hmm. is wearing a button-down short sleeve shirt mm-hmm. and uh, shorts and sandals. Mm-hmm. And sandals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas yep. I, Kate, mm. the sensible, smarter, funnier, better-looking sister, is wearing. You're just about to negate everything um, you just said by describing a the cardigan next thing. and jeans and moccasins. There's also a shirt under the cardigan. Well, yes. I, obviously. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was like a button-up cardigan Jeez. or something
1: like that. So basically, you're layered. Yeah. For the coming snows? It's, question mark? Question mark? It's not really snows? summer until it hits like ninety. It did hit ninety. It just went back. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, there was a day that it definitely hit ninety. There we not have had recently. ninety days. Fine. Maybe in your <laughs> weirdly tree-lined street, uh, it's much cooler here. But on my street.
0: Where the trees are a little
1: farther apart, <laughs> we've hit ninety. And who are you? I said, I'm Kate. Right. The smarter, right. The funnier, better-looking, yeah, more sensible the sister. Cardigan. Yeah. Quite. And I'm Betsy. And what do we do here? We talk. Apparently, apparel and weather. Nope. 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 We just did. Okay, we do. (laughs) But not always. Not always. It's not a given. Let's say that. We
0: always discuss children's picture Uh, books.
1: Exactly. And uh, yes, and we determine whether these books should be considered classics or should not be considered classics. Now, I have in my possession a book, which I have brought here many times before, and it wasn't until recently I decided to actually read the title of this book. So I'm just going to pull it out. I'm not telling you what we're doing yet but i am just going to pull out this title and the title of this book is harper collins treasury picture book classics Mm -hmm. a child's first collection so this publisher has already determined that they are that these are classics Uh uh-huh there our work is done we just sign off on it
0: no yeah no
1: there's there's so much in here that i cannot remember if we have actually agreed with them that the ones like williams Doll, and Leo the Late Bloomer, and If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. Good Night, Night Caps, Moon. Yeah, Caps for Sale, Good Night Moon, Carol and the Purple Crayon. So many, so many fine, and sometimes not so fine, books that we've done. But there is one book. Actually, there's a couple books. A couple books on here that we have not yet gotten to. Right. And it was a real, it was a real uh, test for me today to figure out which one to do. And finally, the one I decided on, which I will show you now, is... Boo! George Shrinks. By William Joyce. Yes, George Shrinks. Do you remember George Shrinks? No. It was a reading rainbow book, apparently, and uh, was also turned into a show on PBS produced by the Chinese and the Canadians together. Okay. So, you know, that thing. <sighs> yeah. So, yes, you take this ginormous treasury classify- T- aberra- Catch- <that- laughs-> ces- book that already thinks this is a classic and you decide if <maderint-> it's true. Okay. Yeah. While Kate does her read I'm going to give you a little background information On the creator of said George Shrinks uh, And that would be William Joyce Also known as Bill Joyce Bill Joyce is a funny kind of fellow He's Louisiana based And indeed that was the place That I once met him Um, This was, boy Many years ago, right after Hurricane Katrina New Orleans was Completely, you know distraught and destroyed and about a year afterwards uh we decided you know we we me and all the other librarians decided to have an ALA conference there and so we did and of course all the Louisiana authors and illustrators came out including Bill Joyce and there was a lovely party for him where we were promised absinthe at a W hotel and then uh they refused to give us absinthe because they found out that's what they had intended to do. The W Hotel did not approve of that, because, you know, wormwood. So they uh, instead were doing mint juleps uh, with beignets, which is awesome, don't get me wrong, but I was uh, promised absinthe. In any case, on display was a beautiful, huge New Yorker cover, commemorating the one year anniversary, which Bill had created. Now, back in the day, Bill did many a New Yorker cover. He doesn't do them anymore. And he doesn't do them because of this cover. Because he created this cover a year after Katrina and it got bumped. It never got used because the vice president shot a man in the face. Yes, Dick Cheney, I almost said Dick Tracy, uh, shot a man in the face. And so they made a broke back Mountain type New Yorker cover. You may recall if you're a New Yorker cover nerd like myself. And so Bill Joyce was not happy about this fact and he hasn't done a new yorker cover since but you can buy a print of that cover off his website and the money goes to uh the recovery efforts of new orleans to this day hello hi hi did you enjoy listening to the fireworks outside because yeah you're not kidding about that you got way more than me and they go in rapid succession
0: all the time apparently this is going on around the country there are more fireworks happening now than previous years
1: i have heard a conspiracy theory that the police are giving them to people <laughs> to make them upset oh my gosh yes because, i heard people because are, who could afford all those fireworks
0: I was gonna say there. people are using their stimulus money to buy fireworks uh, they're yeah. literally burning their money yeah <laughs> that's that's probably the most likely answer yeah <laughs> well in the meantime i read a book you did mm-hmm. what's that book about about this kid.
1: Yeah, what's his name?
0: Uh, George. George. Yeah. George. Who has a really creepy bear?
1: <laughs> Why? Because it looks at him
0: all the time. Yeah. In multiple
1: scenes. This Look. So for all we know, this bear was specially designed to, to keep its eyes, eyes on you at all, all times. Super creepy. Like one of those paintings on a wall. So
0: this kid. Um, wakes up. Well, apparently he dreamt that he wanted to be small, and he wakes up and he's tiny. So it's the opposite of the movie Big, right? Okay, he wants to be small, all cut up. So he wakes up and there's a note on his bedside table. Mm-hmm. You see the clock; it's like nine twenty-five. Nice life if you can get it, kid. I'm like, Jeez. okay, so he's. Did he, like, wake up and then go to sleep? In and my then experience, w- children do not sleep past and... eight. This could just be my children. But it's interesting because in his bedroom, he has the most interesting toys. He has a toy truck that on the side of it says Burroughs Fertilizer Delivery. <laughs> um, like has you do. He a picture that he made himself called The Raven. <laughs> <laughs> but the note that's on his bedside table it's like it's kind of blurry and it's incursive but the text says um that his parents left him a note that says dear george when you wake up please make your bed um if you read the text i never even thought to read that one what does it actually say it does, i don't see the word please oh yeah so
1: the book is correcting for the rudeness of the mother <laughs> yes which so it actually says george make a freaking bed
0: i mean I you could, never do it i could make out like the rest of it like brush your teeth take mm-hmm. a bath um but i was like there mm. she, she does not say please
1: maybe it's <laughs> on the back and there's like a little arrow that points that you're supposed to like turn the paper around like it's supposed to be there please. please
0: and i love how this kid who's probably like five or six has salt and pepper hair
1: i have read something recently about the tv show that says he's 10.
0: Well, I know. Well, let's wait till we get to the okay. end. So you can yeah. see his full size. Sounds like a plan. I doubt that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it says, please make your bed. And so he's like really tiny and he gets up on his pillow and he's like dragging the comforter around. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, though, because as he's making the bed in the background, there's this sock that's hanging outside of the uh, drawer. Mm-hmm. And you can see it clearly says McCubbin.
1: McCubbin. Oh.
0: Which is an actual sock brand. Okay.
1: I, I feel like he could have used that name in another book. But if you say that's an actual sock brand, I'm going to go with that. I mean, I just Googled
0: McCubbin sock. And All right. Then, there's
1: like socks. So, so accuracy is what we're going for it's here. It's weird,
0: though, that you would include like an actual brand, though, in your book. Well, maybe that fertilizer brand was the exact brand, too. Yeah, who maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I wonder if the guy who wrote this, William Joyce. Bill Joyce, yes. Did he like surfing? Maybe he lives in Louisiana.
1: Betsy. <laughs> Home of the That's surfing New no. Orleans What are you King? doing?
0: Surfing in the bayou?
1: Bayou surfing. <laughs> sure.
0: Sure. You get with the, a little, with you get a little the, pontoon with, boat. With the gators? And then you get,
1: with the gators. And you get your little your little skis <laughs> on and then you die.
0: Because <laughs> there's, I was trying to make out the brand of the toothpaste. And it looks like it says Chuck Odent and Chuck Odent. Chuck Dent. Was terrible. Was a surfer. So what? Yeah. Oh, so, now we're just getting weird. I know. And I'm maybe I'm looking into this a little too much, but I'm like, why would you make up a no? Fake... It's a weird name for toothpaste, Chuck Odent. Right? I mean, unless that K is supposed to be an R. But no, that, that's but Then a K. it looks like Chuck Rodent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think the marketing team was very. Uh, Smart on that branding. <laughs> Make your um, teeth shine as white as that of a rat. With
1: chuck rodent.
0: <laughs> oh, it right? it's sounds terrible. Um, so, right. So it tells him to brush his teeth, which mm. is where you see the giant toothpaste. Right. Take a bath, where he's playing with a giant rubber ducky that's looking at him. Because mm, um, everything's looking at him. Clean up your room, in which he's dragging this toy soldier by his hat, in which the toy soldier is looking up at the They're kid. They're all looking at him. But he's looking up at him like really (laughs) i went through two months of boot camp rose through the ranks became a sergeant in my platoon and you are dragging me by my hat mud (laughs) by my hat and then it says and go get your little brother now in the little brother's bedroom do you see mickey ears because i do i do see mickey ears yes which i was like well that's if, if you go to Disneyland, that's like the thing you're supposed to do. Or Disney World. You always got to find the Mickey ears because there are, there are secret Mickey ears all over the oh, place. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. I've never been. Yeah, like in the architecture. I was supposed to be there right now, yeah, but well. things come up. Here you go, Betsy. This is close enough. Oh, good.
1: Now it's like I've already been.
0: <laughs> but as the kid is going down the stairs to get his little brother... There's the famous painting is by. Sunday on La Grande Jante. Uh, yeah. Sunday in the Park with George, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. In their. Who hallway? knew that it was in the person's uh, home all it's this in, time? I George's thought it was here hallway. in Chicago. I got yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So, More you know, it says you need to eat a good breakfast in which it looks like his breakfast consists of chocolate cake, seven bites of a chocolate bar. Oh, yes. Because he's got a t- oh, yeah, yeah, tiny yeah, little he's mouth. Nibbling. Yeah. So seven bites of a chocolate bar. Um, It's not seven up. It's why up? Why? Why? That's a <laughs> why? why. Why is not, it? Why up? I don't know. He's got a we can't be We can't be selling seven up in a children's picture book. And, and right. And chocolate cake. Yes. And, the, uh, well, and the vanilla brother- cake
1: with chocolate frosting, let's be precise here. All right.
0: Okay. Well, and then the little brother's holding, was that called a moon pie? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a moon pie. Yeah. Good call. And then it says, and don't forget to wash the dishes, dear. I'm like, wait a minute. I would never make my right? child
1: wash the dishes unless they're like a teenager. And even right. then, I don't know if I trust
0: them with the dishes. Well, at first I was like, you don't have a dishwasher? Yeah. And then well, second of all,
1: this I... Was, oh, I should say the year of this book was 1985. So
0: maybe there were less dishwashers. Well, there. I think this took place much earlier and I'll show you why in a uh... sec. So this is where I start to question what year this came out. And it starts with saddle shoes. Okay, well...
1: You probably are correct. Um, Bill Joyce is obsessed with the 50s. Perfect. Obsessed.
0: Well, here's so where it starts. So you probably are completely correct I mean, in this, yes. Also looking at the toys that were in the kids' room, mm-hmm. but this was like the big major first clue is yeah. saddle shoes. Yeah,
1: because uh, when I think of 1980s toys, I think of Thundercats and balls and uh, neither are in this book. Not so much. No.
0: So this is, and then, and then it says take out the garbage, in which the little... You know, the main character is on the back of his baby brother, who's right. in a diaper, wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Harnessed. And harnessed to a wagon, yes. carrying trash. Yes. And here's what I don't understand. So they're making this kid do the dishes, right. take out the trash, right. water the plants. It was a
1: different time.
0: <laughs> and they don't ask him to change the baby's diaper. Are we sure it's a baby or is that underwear? Betsy. Okay, fine. He's a baby. He's a baby. Yeah. Why? Wouldn't that be... how long is he... Are they gone? Well, that's a great question. We know it starts when the kid wakes up at 9.20. Right. Or 9.25. Do we have a clock at... Anyway, I don't know. But I just thought that that would be a very interesting scene. Yeah.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) A not safe for work scene in a picture book. Yes. I don't think I want that scene. It'd be pretty gross. I do not want that scene. But
0: I kind of want it. (laughs) Mm, I don't. Why do you give me picture books that emphasize dieting for no reason? Okay, I could have sworn
1: you were about to say clowns, and I could not swear that there wasn't one. But <laughs> dieting for no reason? Tell me more.
0: On the bookshelf where it says, make sure you feed the fish, mm-hmm. on the bookshelf you can see there's quite a few books. Mm-hmm. And they, you can't really tell like what some of them are called, mm-hmm. except for one particular book mm-hmm. in very clear black ink it says dr jim's diet plan
1: yeah well remember though diet books were huge in the 80s they were they were
0: big it was all
1: jane fonda and diet books and it never really happened before and so this was like a whole phenomenon but you're right if this takes place in the 50s then there shouldn't be a diet book there
0: well i mean they're was still dieting in the 50s but there was but, there but weren't it does like not need to be like emphasized that. like this it does yeah. not need to be one particular book sticking well, out what are the tight you can't make out the other titles no
1: i assume they'd all be food or diet related because he's feeding the fish in the scene and then there's supposed to be a correlation between the books and the
0: fish but... i can't clearly read them all at right. all maybe it's the print job too we, this isn't an original book it just seems like someone went over with the pen just to be like i'm gonna just make this clear yeah. for everyone to see yeah so it says uh, the kid in the letter, you know, then check the mail, in which in the mail he finds a little tiny airplane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you do. Right? Right. Um, he gets in the airplane. And, Sent to him by the gods. And it says, uh, then check the mail to get some fresh air. So he gets in the plane. He hightails it up into the sky, in which you can see yeah. on the street, there's like a very clear 1950s car. Yeah, bigger. So this was the, and also looking at like, the fan the toys it's clearly a 1950s kids bedroom yeah his haircut maybe not so
1: much well it's hard to tell because it's hard to tell it's all windblown yeah
0: So the kid flies into his own bedroom, where it says "Try to stay out of trouble." And this noseless (laughs) cat—the nose is super weird on this cat. It's very weird. There's there's nostrils. There's there's nostrils, and there's four teeth. I was trying to define what
1: it was about the cat that really disturbed me. And you're right; it's the nose. There's no nose. It's it's the letter. It's the letter V.
0: Yeah. It's it's in lieu of a nose. But Mm. I do like the little nod to uh, King Kong. Oh, yes. Where there's, in his toy box, there's like a little stuffed monkey and then a little Empire State Building next to him. Okay, that's super cute. Right? I'm going to give Joyce two extra points for that one because that's that's very cute. Not something that you would have noticed unless you were like... Nope. Nope. That's for the
1: parent that's had to read this to their child 500 times and has noticed that for the first time and feels (laughs) really proud of themselves for having (laughs) noticed it.
0: Which you got on your first read, I should say. Thank you. you So the cat... With the no-nos, swipes the airplane that this little kid is in. The airplane goes down, crashes onto the bed. The little kid thinks that he's going to get eaten by this cat or get swiped with his claws sticking out. Sure. Um, A uh, a reasonable thing to assume. And then all of a sudden the kid grows to a gigantic size, his Mm -hmm. normal size, in which again the creepy bear is watching <laughs> the entire time. This I hate this bear. This is right up there with clown level. Oh
1: boy. It's 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 equal with clowns. I mean
0: is it a clown in a bear costume? Cuz uh, you know
1: what? I can neither confirm
0: nor deny it's interior clown status. But in, but the moment that the kid gets big it says and will be home soon. So mom and dad pop in, they can yeah, see that in, yeah. they can see that their kid is, you know, Coming up from underneath the covers. He's back to his normal size. Mom is straight up wearing some I don't think those glasses look right though. Really? Oh sure yeah. yeah. Those Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. You'd get like the rich ladies on the pool with the with their cat eye. It's like cat eyes, right? Like cat eye it,
0: sunglasses. I think it was trying to be a cat eye. It's the green that... lenses I'm a little unnerved by. And then it says at the very end, Love Mom and Dad, and they're all crowded. Together, and so apparently in the 1950s, it was cool to leave your, I say, six-year-old kid and baby alone in the house for a few hours during the day. Yes.
1: Um, I think that is actually an accurate statement. Uh, again. I don't agree that, yes, the bears, bears are, are fine. A bear is watching, super creepy. Watching the family. Well, see, he was watched. It's Maybe it's the bear's fault he, he shrunk. Maybe the bear's behind it all.
0: Maybe the bear
1: is more than he seems.
0: Wait, are the are the saddle shoes the father's shoes oxfords
1: oh they're pink they're ox he's wearing pink oxfords because he's just that secure in his masculinity Kate. okay but he's cool with it
0: i see where the kid gets his salt and pepper hair because dad's got the salt and pepper well there you go this kid's gonna be white haired by the time baby's got salt and pepper hair
1: are they just born with gray hair yeah it's a recessive gene it's okay (laughs) we don't like to bring it up too often but yeah they'll be dying it soon Alright, so Bill Joyce, uh, or rather William Joyce, not to be confused with William Brooke Joyce, a.k.a. Lord Ha-Ha. Apparently, that's a British politician, and I love his name so much, (laughs) because his name is Lord Ha-Ha. Anyway, he's not related to that guy. He is related to James Joyce. And what that means is that I get to legitimately reference Ulysses twice on this podcast, within like three or four episodes of each other. So I'm feeling pretty proud today. I am now keeping score. Um, you've probably not seen Bill Joyce's books necessarily, but you've probably definitely seen or at least heard of some of the work he's done on Pixar. He did some of the character designs for Toy Story. Um, do you remember the film Robots, which had your beloved Robin Williams in it? Nope. Okay. Uh, he did Rolly Poly Ollie, which was a TV show. He did films. There was a film called Meet the Robinsons. There was a film called Epic. These are all based on his picture books. He's, he's a film guy. Uh, when it comes to this particular book, uh, as I said before, it was a Reading Rainbow book. Uh, and it was turned into an Emmy Award winning TV show. But then also, um, we when we are ranking Bill Joyce's books, I wanted to find the most famous book of his. And it was either this or... Uh, Dinosaur Bob and the Family Lazardo. Does that ring a bell at all? No. Nope. So we're going with I Had the Right Choice. Hooray! <laughs> Excellent. He hasn't done all that much lately. He was just cranking out the books for a while. Um, but thank God for Instagram, because he's on that. And I saw that he, like a lot of artists during the COVID lockdown, has been learning how to do digital art recently. So he's been using Procreate on the Wacom tablet. I'm working on a book. It looks like it's called Mr. Spam Gets a New Hat, which right there is my favorite title of the entire world. He's got another one called Mrs. Wonderly's Flower. And then he and Mary Englebright in the comments went back and forth about whether or not you're ever too old to learn uh, how to do your art on a computer. Final tally, you ain't. Cool. You can learn at any time. So, ratings time. Mm, You go first. So... The thing is, my favorite Bill Joyce book is one that he did relatively recently called Billy's Booger. Billy's Booger is amazing. But you can't compare it to this book. I know I can't. I can't. Um, the the problem being, I always like the look of his books. I always feel there's just like a little sliver of something, something missing from this one. I don't know. It's, I, I it's, you know what? I think they missed an opportunity for it to be wordless. I feel like as a wordless book, with maybe if you just saw the letter, like he gets up, he looks, he sees the letter, and you see all that on one page, and then he goes off and does the things, and you can keep flipping back and forth to the letter at the beginning and what he's doing. I feel like that would have been a better choice. The way that it goes now, it's cool. He always has like the little details that you can find. Um, But where's the heart, man? Where's the heart? So, I like it fine. I'm giving it a strong... 4.2. Okay. That's a strong 4.2, my friend. Okay. It's just not... It's not my top contenders.
0: I said it's cute, but is it a classic? I went right down the line with a 5. I hate the font. Ooh. Hate it. I think it's, it's... not needed like it's it's well not
1: needed that's what i'm saying with the wordless thing
0: yeah like it it tries to make it look like it was handwritten but you don't need Mm. that in the font Mm. um i think that there were irresponsible parents who gave their (laughs) six-year-old a lot of chores but no dirty diaper to be fair a lot of Uh, great children's books have come out of irresponsible parents but continue but i like how kids can like use their imagination and, Mm -hmm. and have fun with it and imagine like well if if I were small, you know, what would I get to do? Which mm-hmm. I think that could be fun, but um, I will not remember this in a month. Yeah. So
1: I have a hard time remembering his name in general. I kept saying to kids, like, "Oh, we should do one about the Shrinky Kid," and I wanted to call it Bill Shrinks, which of course is not the right.
0: Name. Well, George is a very fifties name. It is a very fifties name. It's a good name. Yeah, yeah but, but this is not a classic then.
1: Not a classic. Sorry, Mister Joyce. I do enjoy your books, but this particular one. We'll have to do dinosaur Bob at some point, I think. Okay, letters time. Mm-hmm. All right. So first and foremost, Sherry directed our attention to that video. Did you see? I don't know. You're not on the uh, you're not on the Twitter so much, or nope. Facebook or any of that. So um, there was a there was a video going around. Are you familiar with a book series called Diary of a Wimpy Kid? I've heard of it. Okay, it's it's written by a guy named Jeff Kinney. Jeff Kinney is one of those guys who becomes super rich and famous thanks to a book series and decides he's going to open an independent bookstore in his hometown. Wow. Because they didn't have one and he found like an old like an old mill or something like that it had been empty for years and he turned it into a bookstore and it's been a massive hit. So well done there. Good for so him. Recently his security camera showed, I don't know why the front door was just sort of standing open. But it was, and uh, Mother Mallard and her ducklings just walked through the front door into the bookstore. And he put it online being like, so this happened. And <laughs> so uh, Sherry said, uh, I just listened to the Makeway Way for Ducklings episode. I'm all out of order. And then saw this minutes later. It's Jack, Cack, Lack, Mac, Mac, <laughs> Whack, Pack, and Mrs. Duck. It does look like that. And I'm I'm very happy that she thought of us. Did the
0: French one come in later? Lack? <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Lack. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's my favorite one. Now, to harken back to our episode on uh, Daddy's Roommate, Mm -hmm. you remember the Janice t-shirt? Yeah. All right. Well, nobody can identify it. Um, Melanie said, well, the Janice theaters were a chain. Hmm. We had one in Greensboro, North Carolina, but I don't know what the reference pertains to. And I feel like it's a real specific... That felt like an independent theater company, that particular one. Uh, Ruth said Janice was the god with two faces. Could this represent the feeling of having to show one face outwardly and another in private? Mm, Ooh, I like that getting theory. all interpretive on me. I like it. Yeah. Grown up things we like. So you go first. Okie dokie Um Now, as we all know, when the pandemic first began, there was a run on flour. And uh, you know You go to the store You couldn't find a whole bunch of stuff And you certainly couldn't find flour And then you couldn't find yeast That was Mm -hmm. another big thing Couldn't find flour Couldn't find yeast Well you can find plenty of those now And that's because the weather's gotten nice And nobody really wants to make bread right now Uh, What they want to do Is they want to garden Flour's out baby Mulch is in And let me tell you Everyone and their brother Is gardening right now And I cannot get any mulch I have been to multiple gardening centers The mulch is gone (laughs) Everybody's mulching Mulching left and right (laughs) Uh, So to solve my sadness, I bought some seeds. Now, there weren't many seeds available to buy right now, but then I saw a packet of seeds. makes me very happy, and I'm going to grow them, and it's ridiculous because I'm making my own quinoa. Wow. I'm growing my quinoa. I don't know what they'll look like, (laughs) and I hope I don't weed them,
0: (laughs) but I'm making quinoa in my garden. So that should be fun. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes. Well, we're finally starting to hang things in our house yeah, you because are. it's been like two months of bare walls. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if you remember you gave me this book. It's called Silhouettes from Popular Culture by Ollie Moss.
1: Yeah, I did not remember that I, I was the one who got you that. Good for me. Yeah. Pat. What's that? This a little pat on the back for me.
0: Yeah. It's a little pat. Pat, pat. For once, you gave me a present I like. Yeah. So this <laughs> book, yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. full of silhouettes from pop culture. So if you like flip through it, you'll see like silhouettes of Woody and Buzz from Toy ah, Story yeah, or yeah. Um, Jack Sparrow or Pinocchio or, you know, the six James Bonds or Ferris oh, Bueller. Oh, I just saw Die Hard go by. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alien. Um, so what I did was I took out 12 of these uh, silhouettes. How did you choose the 12? Um, the 12 that I like the most. Oh, okay. And then framed them. And put them in my bathroom. That's a good place for them. Because I figure that's like a good conversation piece, yeah. you know. Not that people are having conversations in my bathroom. But um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. So I will I, I took a picture. I'll send it to you. You can put it up on Instagram. I and, will definitely uh, put that. And I, I will
1: mention the name of the book once again. Yeah, it's a fun book. Yeah.
0: So if people want to buy it themselves. So, and they don't tell you who's who. So you kind of have to know your pop culture. Otherwise, you're left going, I have no idea what that is. A yeah. T-Man and a... Well, Teenage
1: a Ninja Turtle. It, yeah, but then... yeah, yeah, but I'm
0: sure there's a couple in there. Yeah, like that one.
1: I'm gonna say it's Patrick the android and, and the and... android from uh, Alien. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why not. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, you've been listening to the fireworks. Oh, I Expect... hope they're done. Yeah, I want them to be uh, done.
0: I'm sure. I'm so tired of hearing them. Sure they are, baby. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure they are. All right. And on that cheery, optimistic note. <laughs> I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse Number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by and Kime and our firework is Drew Etienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.